Amen. Amen. Let us stand on our feet. I believe that's your prayer. Amen. Revelation chapter 3 verse 5. Watcha wangula alia ambazi wengo yenjeru So siri sangula na katunori nyalie mchitabu ichobulamu Hirandia tuleri nyalie mumaso gachitange Ne mumaso gawa maraikabe He that hath an ear let him hear what the spirit saith Saith and to the churches Alina okutu auliomu yocha gamba ekanisa May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. You may be seated. Amen. Amen. This is actually a repetition of verse 4. This which says, He that overcometh the same shall be closed in Wairiamen. Wherein is made reference to the few who have not defiled their garments. We used to have a saying years ago that no doubt was taken from this verse. It was keep your skirts clean. It meant don't get involved in questionable things. Others will be involved and you might be tempted to be involved. Or someone might even try to involve you. But stay clear of it by all by steering a course away from it. Now God is going to reward those who follow this, this advice. I believe that's why Brother James as an LOC3 had to resign, had to give up because that's a political post. That's an uh, 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 elect. Uh, Electable post. Not appointed, not appointable post. So, anything where you stand and say, Give me vote, I'm the one who is right. Uh, that is uh, politics. So keep your skirts clean. As a gospel minister, as a Christian, uh, we, that's what it means. They are going to be clothed in white even as he is clothed in white. 
Peter, James, and John saw him on Mount Transfiguration. And his clothes were as white as light. That is how the saints are going to be clothed. Their garments will be shining exceedingly white. You know we are living in the end time. It is in this age that the churches are going to come together. And as they are even now controlling world politics, they will soon control the finances of the world. Then if you don't belong to the world organization of churches, you won't be able to buy or sell. You will lose all. Those who stay true to God and keep their garments clean from the defilement of this world system of church, of church orders will be physically bereft. There will be presented to them a great temptation to give, to give in. Preachers will Preachers will give in with excuses that they will serve God within the framework of the Antichrist B system. They will give in to the flatteries and blandishments of the hierarchy. And the people will follow these false shepherds right into the daughter. But in the judgment, they will all be bound naked. They'll, they'll all be found naked. They will not be given those white robes. Neither will they walk with him. You can't walk in the spotted garments of the world. Holding hands with the devil here. And then expect to be with God. It is time to wake up. And hear the voice of God Christ. Come out of her. Organized, that is organized religion. My people, that you be not partakers of her sins, that you receive not of her plagues. Amen. God is speaking. Shun the religions of this world like you shun the plague. Live off walking with the world and making your garments white by repentance and the blood of the Lamb. But do it now for tomorrow may be too late. Is that an Amen. Separate yourself from the world. God wants us to be a separated people. Separate unto God. That's what God wants us to, to be. Anything that is worldly, separate yourself. Be free. No matter what you lose as far as physical benefits are concerned, be free. Disentangle yourself from the world and walk with God. Run from denominations as 
one would run from a plague. Amen. Uh, I was shown a video. Uh, these clips people keep uh, sending on WhatsApp. Uh, a man, I think it was, it was designed as a joke. A person came in the pulpit and said, Brethren, um, I want to testify. The other day I was admitted, suffering from Ebola, and now I'm okay. And then they showed the picture of people flying outside. And they were running They were running so fast. In other words, Ebola. Ebola. We are finished. In other words, if they are believers, they ought to have believed that their God is able to heal Ebola. But when it came to Ebola, there was unbelief. So that's how you flee from a plague. If someone mentions that he's suffering from Ebola, you don't want to stay there. You will. So, that is how you should flee from denominations. Amen? If men knew and they are truly seeking eternal life, that's what they would do. Flee from denominations. Run for your life. Keep your garments clean. Keep your skirts clean. And when you do that, you will walk with Jesus in white raiment. I think it's on Wednesday we saw the mercy of God. We saw Jesus will be wearing a white garment. And us also will be wearing a white garment. We'll be arrayed like him. Can you imagine putting on the same attire with Jesus? Ah, Walking in heaven with Jesus in the same raiment. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Just like Jesus when he was transfigured. And then Elijah was seen on his side. Moses on side. And their garments were changed. They all glittered. In the same way. That's how we shall glitter. With Jesus Christ, Christ. In the new world. Blessed be his holy name. But if you are to glitter with him, you should separate yourself from anything of the world that would stain you. Something that Jesus is not welcome into, don't be in it. In the morning, I spoke for the couple that introduced the other weekend. 
Yeah, those are very, very genuine uh, young people. Those are some of the real genuine young people. Young very genuine. And those things I say, those who were stumbled, uh, that girl cried tears. She didn't want to do anything with the world, even a miss of being forced. But she didn't want those things. She cried. She's a plain, genuine sister. And the brothers of Regina. And um, but this this afternoon, they've gone even in a meeting right now. The mother of the girl Mama still insisted that she must not be wedded in our church. She shall be wedded in the Anglican church. And today they arranged a meeting between the two families. And of the girl. And that is the agenda. These young people, they've they've gone determined. They've gone determined. Never, never will it it's a place of no debate no, no compromise no discussion when we left those religions we knew what we are doing and we cannot go back for no blessing we know where we, we get blessed. That's, that's it. There are things where we can never compromise. No way. I think people don't understand us. How can they expect that? I walk out of those religions. And then you take me back. God. Amen. So that's how it should be. There. There you have to speak like Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Here, King. I will not be careful to answer you. Yeah. Here I will answer as I wish. I will answer back any way I want. I will not be careful how I answer you back. It, it won't be possible. Amen. He that overcometh, I will not, I will not blot out his name out of, of the book of life. So once again we come to a most difficult portion of the word. This verse superficially regarded this verse superficially regarded will be used by both the Arminians and the Calvinists 
to suit their purposes. Orunyiruno ngaruko atidonerwa nerutunulwa muroka rujja kozesebwa ababaminya neba Calvinist okujambigenderirwa byabwe. Kiteke ntibo bwe beluba terukosedwa bulunji. Beluba terukosedwa bulunji. Ababaminya neba Calvinist ba Calvinist we bafugibwa bebagobere byagiro atebandu abalala nawe bagobere kisa. The one of grace goes to the extreme and the one of the law goes to the That each one can use this verse to fit in their faith. The Armenians faith. will declare that this verse assuredly announced John 6, 37. Yokana Mukaga Satumusa, Satumuna, and for I came down from heaven not to do my own will but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will which has sent me that all of which he has given me I should lose nothing but should raise it again at the last day. Then another scripture which is for the fourth. 41 to 44. The Jews then murmured at him. And because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. And they say, and they said, Is not this Jesus? The son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know. How is it then that he saith? I came down from heaven. Jesus therefore answered and said unto him, Mama, no man can come to me except the father draw which has sent me draw him. And I will raise him up at the last day. Makes the will of the of the Father not a sovereign purpose, but merely a complacent desire, as he stands back to see what all men do with his good and gracious gifts. And even life eternal. Do you, you understand that? Yeah. God stands and watches how you treat the gift he has sent you and how you treat eternal life. And then he uh, blesses you accordingly to how you, 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 you treat. The Calvinists do not see that. They see in this verse strong consolation given to the suffering but in the sense that no matter how evil are the times how terrible the persecution because the overcomer is one 
believeth that Jesus is the Christ, he will, he will not have his name removed from the book. Some only say, this book of life is not the Lamb's book of life. But as usual, when one regards a verse, Superficially, he comes up with a superficial understanding. Amen. The possibility of the removal of a name from the records of God deserves more than a casual study. For up until now, most students have merely drawn a conclusion that God places the names of those born again within the Lamb's book of life at the time of their rebirth. And if for any reason that name must be removed. The space on the record will simply be a blank as it was before a name had been placed there. This is 100% opposite to what the word actually says. You understand that? Because those are the people when they invite someone to come and receive salvation then they lead him in prayer. Say these words after me. And he says, he says, he says. Finally. Blot my names from the book of the lost and write it in the book of life and they repeat so they imagine God has picked up a pen there in heaven and he has cancelled the name from the book of the lost and he has written it this way in the book of Life. That's not true. At the very start of our study, let it be known that there is not one scripture that teaches that God is presently compiling a book of record of names. This was all done before the foundation of the world. As we will point out shortly. Now, if your name happened to be in the book of life, it was put there before the world was made. Of course, we know your name is not Jane. It's not uh, Gideon. It's not Richard. Those kind of names. Those ones are spiritual 
names. But they were written in the book of life before the foundation of the world. Isn't that wonderful? How can I not say amen? If I was uh, the one hearing that. The name. Do you believe your name is there? Yes. It's there. How do I know it's there? I heard it being called. There is a possibility. That when we are there. We shall uh, no, a particular real name. But now, we still catch it. We still hear it when we hear God calling us through the mysteries, revealing mysteries. We answer. We hear a call. Now, if you've had a call, and that's why you've come, then you know your name is there. I know my name is there. I've had it called. Amen. I've had it called. That's what gave me a diversion. From where I was leading to where I am now. Also, it is not a question of simply involving ourselves with the two groups of people. Because we had opportunity to receive eternal life. Wherein one group received it and had their names placed on record while the others received it and had their names placed on record Sorry. and uh, refused it and had not their names placed. We will actually show by scripture who were not even born again will go into eternal life. As strange as this may sound, it is certainly true. We will also show that there is a group of people whose names having been placed on the on that record, yet before the foundation of the world, cannot under any circumstance have those names removed. But we'll also show that another group whose names were on that record before the foundation of the world will have their names removed. How many groups are those? Huh? They're saying two. Two. They are, we have talked of three groups. There is a group which will have, they didn't get born again, but they will have eternal life. And you cannot have eternal life if your name was not there. Do you know that? Do you know that? 
Then Kati. there is a group whose names are there on the record and can never be removed. And there is a group whose names are there and will all have been removed. Isn't this a very serious study? I will go slow so that we catch it properly. And we all learn from uh, the prophet. Amen. How many believe their names are in the book? Amen. If it is there, it was not put there yesterday. Not 10 years ago. Not 50 years ago. It was put there before Eden. Before the stars, the moon, the sun, we are made before the foundation. That's when, when John saw the book open, the Bible says he shouted and everything in heaven and under the sea. They heard him shout. Why? Why did they hear him shout? Brother Abraham said he must have seen his name. That means the opening of the seals makes you to see your name. Amen. He saw his name there. And the prophet said it must have been put there before the foundation of the world. That's why we rejoice. That's why a true believer will shout and rejoice. Amen. Because he's seeing his name. To begin with, there is no basis for the claims that the Lamb's book of life is not the same as the book of life. The book of life might be called the Lamb's book of life. Christ's book of life. Or even the thy book and the book of the living. So in other words, all these phrases are in the Bible. And they mean the same. They talk about, they describe the symbol. Only names are written in it. Revelation 13, 8. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him brackets the beast whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Revelation 17, 8. The beast that thou sowest was and is not and shall ascend out of the bottomless pit and go into perdition and they that dwell upon the earth shall wonder whose names are not written in the book of life of the foundation of the world. 
when they behold the beast that was, it is not, and yet it is. Revelation 20, 12, 15 says, And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened, and the book was opened, which is the book of life, and the dead were judged, out of those things which were written in the book, according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the, in the, le, into the lake of fire. You can see that through, you can see that though there are other books mentioned, there is always the reference to one book containing names. In the Revelation, it is called the Lamb's Book of Life. You see, other books, it says, and another book was open. But the book which contains names is one. Amen. You see, there is even a book of your records. Book, 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 book. The book that has the uh, your name or the book that has names is one. Now, where is this book located? Luke 10, 17 to 24. And the 17 returned again with joy saying, Lord, even the devil is subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld certain as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy by any means, not twice standing in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in spirit and said, I thank thee, Father. Oh, Father. Lord of heaven and earth, that thou hast hid these things from the ways and prudent and hast revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight all things are delivered to me of my Father. And no man knoweth who who the Father, the Son is, but the Father, and who the Father is, the Son, and he to whom the Son will reveal him, and he turned him 
unto his disciples and said privately blessed are the eyes which see the things that he sees I tell you that many prophets and kings have desired to see those things which he see and have not and to hear those things which he hear and have not heard the book of life is definitely located in heaven and will appear at the great white throne judgment. Will appear. So means it's there. A book. And it will appear on the white throne judgment. And the book swear open. The book of life. And those whose names are written. In these verses, Jesus said that their names were written in heaven. They were written in the book of life. Oh, there is a new name written in the glory. And it's mine. Oh, yes, it's mine. How many have ever sung that? You are all hearing it for the first time. There is a new name written in the glory. And it's mine. Oh, yes, it's mine. Sing singers come home. Hallelujah. There is a new name written in the glory. It's mine. It's mine. Oh, yes, it's mine. Oh, that is something that of great joy. Amen. They were written in the book of life. Oh, that is where names are placed. Jesus was speaking to the 70. verse 17. But he was also speaking to the 12. Verse 23. This had all been rejoicing. The devils were subject to them. In Jesus' name. Christ is... Uh, Christ is rejoinder was rejoice. It's a quick response. Okay. Rejoice. What Christ was uh, showing the most important thing was that the spirits are subject to you, but rather that your names are written in heaven. That is in the book of life. You will not not hear that Judas was one of those who were casting out devils in Jesus' name. But we know that he was a devil. John 6, 70 to 71. Jesus answered them, I not I chosen you twelve? one of you is a devil. He spoke of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. For he it was 
That should betray him. Being one of the twelve. John 17, 12. While I was with them, in the word, sorry, in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those that thou gavest me, I have kept. And none of them is lost, but the son of perdition, that the scripture must be, might be fulfilled. John, 3, John 13, 10 to 11. And also 18. Jesus said to the uh, Jesus said to him, Yes, Namagamba. He that is washed needeth not save to wash his feet. But is clean every week. And ye are clean, but not all. For he knew who should betray him. Therefore he said he. You are not all clean. I speak not of you all. And I know whom I have chosen. But that the scripture might be fulfilled. He that eateth bread with me. Hath lifted up his heel. Against me. Now. If language means. Anything at all. We must admit that Judas was chosen by Jesus. By Jesus. That is John 13:18. Yet he was not clean. Yet he was not clean. You understand? He was chosen. Yet he was not Do you understand it? Yeah, we have seen a scripture that he was. No one could come to him. Except to those that the father gave him. And he would keep them. And he told them rejoice not because the demons are to you. But because your names are written in heaven. So Judas was among them. So his, uh, Judas, Judas was chosen. But he was not clean. Amen. Um... Judas was also given to Jesus by the Father. Judas That is John 17:12. Let it be noted here. The choosing and giving is the exact parallel as in the illustration of Moses and fellow. Yeah. Parallel things don't meet. Others are the other side, another one is going the other side. They will never meet. Yet one is chosen, another one is called. That's it. And here he gives another example. Um, Jacob and Esau. Jacob and Esau. Although Esau and fellow were known, they were predestinated to wrath. While the end of Moses and Jacob was glorification. Was Pharaoh chosen? Huh? Was Pharaoh chosen? Yeah, he was chosen. 
by he was foreknown yamanyi wao nti yali that is the one who will do that to hinder the children of Israel. Was Judas chosen? He was foreknown before the foundation of the world. That it's him who will play that part. Amen? And Moses was also chosen. This choosing it's before known before something happens. It was known that he will be the deliverer that God will use to bring the children of Israel out of slavery. One is chosen as a vessel of destruction and another one is chosen a vessel of eternal life. Yeah. They were predestined wrath. Well, the end of Moses and mm. Jacob was glorification. First Peter 2, 8 to 9, chose both reprobates and elect. Even to them which stumble at the word. Being disobedient. Where unto also they were appointed. Yeah. First Peter 2.8. That those who stumble at the word. Because of their disobedience. Where unto they were called. There are people. When you preach the gospel and you speak the whole truth, they say the man has abused us. They go quarreling. In other words, they have stumbled. What? And that's what they were chosen for. They were chosen unto stumbling at the word. Judas was numbered with the twelve. And actually had a part with them in the ministry previous to Pentecost. Acts 1 16 17. That's what the scripture says. This scripture must needs have been fulfilled. With the Holy Ghost, which the Holy Ghost by the mouth of David spoke which was the guide to them that took Jesus. For he was numbered with us and had obtained part of this ministry. The part that Judas obtained among the twelve and then lost was neither inferior to the ministries of the other eleven. Nor, nor was it a, dev, a devilish foreign ministry Interjected among us the ministries of the others. No. Neda. They were of Jesus Christ. God given ministry. Amen. 
Acts 1.25 that he may take part of this ministry and apostleship from which Judas by transgression fell that he might go to his own place. Judas a devil lost a God-given Holy Ghost ministry. And killed himself and went to his own place. His name was even in the book of life. But his name was blotted out. Hallelujah. Are we together? His name was there. He was given a Holy Ghost ministry. A God-given Holy Ghost ministry. And he lost it. He lost it. Amen? And then his name was in the book. It was blotted out. I was, I don't know whom I was speaking to. I told them, we should fear God. I told him, there is no complicated man like God. God is so complicated. And then I said, there is no kind of like God. But if we look at the complication, God is so complicated. So complicated. And if we are to put it in another language, I don't know whether it's acceptable. Oh not, but God, God knows what I mean. Let me put it. There is no person that can be ruthless like God. Look at Judas. Judas Actually, try to repent. In the plain language, we may say, we could say he repented. The man got the money, took it back. I've betrayed innocent blood. I'm not worthy even to use this money. Have your money. They refused it. He threw it before them. They bought a field out of that money. They bought a field for the barring place. But Judas never ate even even a pancake. Even a biscuit. Out of that money. But he did not find space to repent. He did not obtain mass. 
Amina. Jesus. Yesu. On the cross. Kumusalaba. He's being crucified. Akomerewa. Oh, he's being accused. Aninibwa. And Pilate examines him. Pilato na mwekebe jana mwekebe. But I see he has no nothing wrong. He's not guilty of anything. Taina musango. They say crucify. But this is not sent blood. Crucify. Said. May the blood of this man. Not be. Never be upon me. He washed his hands. They said. Let it be upon us. And upon our children. God had that. Few years after that, he sent Geno Titus. He embedded them. He killed them. Like you can surround the whole city. Kampala. And you are butchering one person. And history says the blood gathered. And it became much. And it became like a river. It flowed through the street. Through the gate. Imagine Imagine blood to pile. And it starts flowing. And it goes through the gate. God punishing them for what they say. Let his blood be upon us. And upon our children. And Pilate was also not forgiven. And Abraham says, that he went to Holland and he killed himself. We are committing a suicide. That at the place where he committed suicide, the time comes and it bubbles blood. That spot. He was not, he was not spared. And they chased them away from Jerusalem. Those who survived. Those who survived that this one was able to jump over the, the fence and he fell out. They scattered all over the world. All over the world. But mostly in Europe. That word was still there. In the space. Let his blood be upon us. And upon our the, the, the ass. Are those who were slain by. The children are the ones who were slain by Hitler in the 1940s. God remember that word and allowed a spirit on Hitler. He slew the Jews, mother, children, fathers, young and old. Babata. They killed them. They put their trains that used to gather them from Europe. From Poland. 
from German, Germany, from Holland, Holland, from wherever, to the three killing camps. At first, at first they killed them and would use tractors to they kill them in a in a valley and they get tractors to bury them pouring a heap and the bodies would swell and then burst and then the stench would fill the area they said uh, the killing um, uh, project is becoming complicated. Because it is polluting the area. So they decided what they called the final solution to the Jews, to the, to the Jewish question. The final solution was to build three killing camps. And because Hitler had already built Larry lines well designed for that time, the trains were to to ferry them for all over Europe to those three killing camps. Sobibo, Sobibo Casablanca, Casablanca, and another place. There were three. In those camps, like a, a big farm, train every day. Every hour will bring new arrivals. The train is Gathering them, bringing them to be killed there. The thing was fenced. They had built gas chambers there. It was like a factory. Something bigger than this building, like five times. You reach there, they offload you from the trains and they undress you. You're going to bathe. Praise God. Come attend it is the way. Now they would uh, strip them naked. And the men would make a line here. And women another line. And they are completely nude. And they tell them you are going into to bathe, to shower. And they, they open the gate. They enter as they in thousands. As they enter, they close. They put on the switch. switch. They are burnt by gas. gas. <laughs> to ashes. And after they are burnt to ashes, the thing collects the, the ash. And it's, it, it ejects it. And another group enters. 
In a moment, they burnt those six million. God was still remembering that word. Let it be unto upon us. And upon our children. It was so bad. I read a book. Esther's father borrowed me a book. It has all stories. I've read it several times. A big novel. I cannot read that book and complete it without Christ. Sometimes I read a, I would read a place. I would cry. And cry. It is so pitiful. It was written by one of the survivors. But God was following the that they spoke. Let it be upon us and unto our children. Brother Branham. Brother Branham. God calls him to go and preach. The Pentecostal would call him to go and preach to them. God had detached him in the previous meetings. And he had shown him go with them. And he was so convinced. But as people who are real genuine. They don't want to do things alone. They want to involve this one. This one cooperate. So he reached home and told his wife, I've met people. They are wonderful people. They were Jesus only Pentecostal people. It was, it was a group of blacks. Majority were blacks. He said, those people are so sweet. The presence of God among them. They are the cream of the crop. And you know what? They have given me invitations. They've liked my ministry. Here are the, 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 the list of invitations. And it can take me a whole year. Honey, will you go with me? She said, honey, when I married I promise to go with you. Wherever you will go. He rejoiced. He went and told his mother. His mother said, wonderful. So now, Kakati, he had to go and tell his mother-in-law. His mother-in-law. Because being genuine, honest, he should not go roaming place to place with his daughter, with her daughter, Without permission. Without knowledge. So she, he went and informed her. How God has called her. To go and preach among those people. I've met a group of people. Wonderful people. What? Those are holy rollers. 
said, no, ma'am. They are nice people. They said, no. That is trash. That is trash that other churches have swept out. They said, no, ma'am, they are not trash. They said, they are trash, 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 trash. Those kind of mothers said, how do you think it will fail? Just to know that you're roaming with my daughter everywhere you go into that trash. And sometimes one day you, you eat, another day you, 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 you don't have what to eat. Another day. Just roaming with If you do that, I'll go to, the, to my grave with a sad heart. With a broken heart. Now, Brother Bram, because of the love he had his for, for his wife, when you love a woman, you even love her family. I love my father-in-law so much. And my mother-in-law. Actually, they also love me very much. My wife was telling me. My mother-in-law is my great love. When she went there recently. So many times. Ah, great Gideon for me. Oh, great Gideon. We are, we are buddies. When you love a woman, you love her. Power. But now here is the wife you love. You would want her mother to be happy. And here she's declaring she will go to the grave with a broken heart. Uh, that finished, Brother Branham. For the sake of the love I have for hope, I will not go. That one. That one. It caused God to put on. He put on a tough face. He put on a tough He was so disappointed. And I think even Tanda one looked at the side. Not a long time passed. The father of Brother Branham died. It was a whip coming from the other word. Not a long time passed. God brought floods. And sicknesses come out of those floods that killed his wife. The sickness that killed his daughter. When he, he would pray, when he would pray and say, God, you've taken my wife, my daughter, black curtain would fall before him. And God would refuse what he has prayed for. And that person would die. In those floods, there was a family that I was across. Brother Branham was in a boat going to get out radio those call. They called him on the family radio call. The family is in a danger. Now, now he rode the boat to go and get that family. 
When you reached at home, when you reached Namido, the boat engine never go. The boat got uh, a mechanical problem. The engine was switched off. The flood started taking him away. He tried to fix it, but things He called to God, "Help me, God!" And the voice told him, "You called my people trash. You, you called my people trash." A voice spoke. A voice did I hear? He did not call them trash. But he listened and gave room and gave consideration to the voice that called them trash. And he was about to die. He pleaded and that wind came. That, that whirlwind, that wind of the of the, of the angel. And when he pulled the, the engine, this time it started. God was even looking to kill him. Kill his father. Kill his wife. Kill his daughter. He is seeking to kill him. Because of that word. That he compromised with. Listen. The Bible says. When judgment lacks in a nation. People do disobedience. People. We play around with God. Because we don't know his anger. There is no one who can get so angry than God. But we, every time we say he will forgive me. The other time I did it and I repent, I repented. And he forgave me. And I felt peace. And even now he will forgive me again. That's where we make the mistake. We don't know that even his grace ends. In the Old Testament, whenever you would sin, read the message called Law or Grace. The Law or Grace. Whenever you would sin, remember the reward for sin is you ought to die. But for the grace of God, he put there a, a, a provision that an animal would die in your stead. You'll take a, a lamb. I committed a doubt. I ought to be dead now. But this sheep, let it die in my stead. You take a sheep from your fold. You take it to the high priest. What's wrong? High priest. I'm not worthy. I committed adultery. I've brought this sheep as a sacrifice. Okay. Okay. Confess your sin. I sinned. I committed, before, I committed sin before my God. You take 
You lay your hand on that lamb. You lay your hand on it. He would slaughter it. You would see how it kicks life getting out of the ship. And it would die. And say, oh, my ship he has died in my stead. I'm so evil. Now you have to go with that pain. The pain to hate what you did. And the outcomes. Now see why uh, see this animal which is innocent oh, So that you don't go back to commit that sin again. The high priest would write your name down. Cloud. He'd write your name down. Cloud. On such and such a date. He has repented because of lying, because of committing adultery. And the sacrifice has been accepted for himself, for him. You are free. If you'd come back before a year ends, and you come with another ship. What's your name? I'm Cloud. Chichi. What's wrong? I committed adultery. They will check in the books. Isn't this your name? Yes. Yeah. On such and such a day, you repented. And an animal died in your stead. Now you've repeated the same thing. There is no more sacrifice that is accepted. There is no any sacrifice that is accepted for you now. No. They would stone you. Sacrifice. You become the sacrifice for your sins. They would stone you and you would die. The Bible says the one who sins intentionally we have to fear God. God is not something to be played around with. They don't play around with grace. The Bible says blessed is the man whose sins has been forgiven and upon whom God will not impute iniquity. There will be a time where people will repent and there will be no blood anymore. Where blood has been, it will be smoking. The place will be smoking. Smoke of judgment. Where everyone will have to perish for their iniquity. That's how God is. I will give you other many examples in the Bible. In Exodus. On the Sabbath day. God, he gave the laws. He gave the Ten Commandments. The next weekend, they found a brother as if he never had he was gathering firewood on the Sabbath day. Weekend, the last weekend, that's when the laws came out. 
Now he had broken the commandments in just a period of one week. Do you know that there are people who just hear the word and they're not ready to do it? It's like they've not heard the word. God hates that. God wants if you hear the word that it's wrong to miss fellowship, decide not to do it again. It's wrong not to give tithe. You receive money or you get money and you eat it all. So he wants you to decide not to do it again. It's wrong to lie. He wants you to decide that I'll not do it again. God God helps you when you surrender. He doesn't help you when you're in your naughtiness. I don't want to pretend. Salvation. I don't want to repent. You don't want to pretend. Huh? Now try hell. If God will open hell and show you and foolish. You'd rather die trying than to fail and give up. Because hell the alternative because the alternative is not hell. If you look at hell you would say I would rather die Die but I cannot take I cannot I cannot take that route the way of sin I cannot Amen The Bible says He that despised Moses law died without mercy there was no mercy. Now the men who saw him, they said, wow, he's breaking the commandments. They told us just yesterday, now here is he breaking the commandments. They took hold of him. They took him to Moses. Pastor Musa, Musumba Musa. We've got him ready handed collecting fire. He has broken the commandment, the fourth one. Oh. Is it true? And he said, The Lord told me they ought, you ought not to work on Sabbath. But he didn't tell me that that's how those who break it should be treated. Let me go and inquire from him. What about those who break this commandment? What shall we do with them? And he told them. He went to God at one And God told him. Go and tell those who have seen him. Let them lay their hands on him. And let another one come and lay his hand on him. All those who saw him. Now let all the congregation of Israel. Let them get stones and stone him until he's dead. These are millions and millions of people who are going to stone you. 
How did it appear when they pronounced? And you are the wife of that man. Now things have got bad. Things have become serious. They are going to kill him. And it is not reversible. And that's what they did. And they left him there. God wanted the people to fear him. He knew that ahead there in times come, he will bring mercy. But mercy does not come to the naughty people. Mercy does not come to the naughty people. Mercy comes to those who are ready to receive it. Brother Branham, a righteous man, that he was, he said, uh, the, the breaking the law. Sin and breaking of the law has increased because the penalties, the penalties are weak. Enough. Penalties are weak. And he said, if I were the present, I would put their commandments or laws. If a man would be caught with someone's wife, both of them, let them bring them to public. And they castrate them. And they leave them to go. If a man would, would be found driving and such and such a speed, let them bring him to public and they kill him. Brother, that's what he said. Now you see, this generation that we're in, no one will do it again. But God, God wants you to have fear, fear of sin, sin that is on that level. The terror, the terror of Sin. He wants it in you to that level. But you cannot overcome it. Then he gives you grace to overcome it. But fear should be there. You should fear to lose your virginity to that level. It's not a simple thing to lose your virginity before you are not. You should feel like it is equivalent to death. Whoever wants to do it on you, you should feel as if it is equivalent to him killing you. May I believe Children born in the mess. No excuse. You should marry when you are virgin. Otherwise, how would you? How? I'm not saying that makes you a saint. But that makes you normal. Normal. Well-mannered, normal creature. Not filthy. 
So mono ne fu. Amen. So, kati. Let's not think that God is an easy person. Don't you think when you sin, that a prayer that you're going to eat, uh, to pray when you're going to eat food, and then, and then you believe that it's blessed. That that's the prayer that you will say, and God no, will forgive no, you. No, no. no. You have to convince him. That you are sorry. Nti. Uli na kukusinze. Bali no mukisa. Blessed are those. Abaso nyirudwe bibi yawe. Whose sins are forgiven. Katona nata babali da kubu talibu tukiru. And God doesn't impute any iniquity upon them. Bali no mukisa. They are blessed. Cha mukisa. It's a blessed thing. Otherwise. Awatari echo. Achalida obu talibu tukiru wabazade nekubana. He visits the iniquity of the parents upon the children. Nekumirembo guaba nakabinye no guaba. And on the next generations and the next generations. Echiviche echimu. The same sin. No yenda kati. And you commit adultery now. Nekubazukurubo. And upon your grandchildren. The punishment is put upon them. Because of the adultery that you committed when you are still in Katwe before even you got married. It's not simple. Brother Brown Agamba, okay. And Brother Brown said, okay. You can repent and he forgives you. But he doesn't take that whatever sin from you. He doesn't take the judgment away. You are not justified. You're not justified. Amen. You can suffer because of that sin the rest of your life. And you get married. And your marriage is cast. And no good food comes out of the marriage. And you give birth to children. And they also share on that curse. If I had time, I would, I would prove that. Message. I would prove that in the Bible. So, my friend, so you have to convince God that you are repentant. Remember when Brother Branham lied? outrightly that it's a lie. It was like a, it was like not 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 um not intended. Tell them I'm not in. And he took he ran out. And his wife told them. He is not in but it's unintended not being in. And even when he, when he came back, the wife was crying. But Bill, Bill, are you sure? That's what I should have told them. Yes, no problem. You told him, you told him I was not in. And I was not in. So what's wrong? 
Then finally, finally God rebuked you him. hypocrite. You liar. When he came to know that that's how God takes him, he went to the people. He repented to them. He came to his wife. He repented to her. He went to God. He repented the whole day. Crying tears. And in the evening, he tells God, if you have forgiven me, that's the man who knows the heart of God. You don't take things for granted. If you have forgiven me, just like you passed before Moses, pass before me. And a whirlwind came, pass before him. And great peace settled on his heart. He felt like a burden has rolled out. He shouted, he cried. He thanked God. Blessed the man whose sin is forgiven. Now for us we take it as a simple thing. We play around with it. I will repent. And you think if you go before God, forgive me, forgive me. That then he has forgiven you. And tomorrow you do another thing. It's not that easy. That's why Brother Abraham says to be filled with the Holy Ghost it's a sign that God has forgiven you. Those who are not yet filled with the Holy Ghost never lie to yourself that you're forgiven. You can't be sure. You can't be sure. How do you know you're forgiven? Has he said that he forgave you? How does he say he forgave you? By giving you the sign, the Holy Ghost. I forgive you. That's when He makes you know that He has forgiven you. You're justified. Let me just quote just a short place and then I'll close because I can't finish. This. Now, before we pursue this thought on Judah, let us go back to the Old Testament. Hey, I was told, I don't remember who told me, a sister who one time came here to church. Church, forgive me. I did this. And also, church, forgive me. I've not been paying. I, I did not pay tithes for how long. And I'm, and I'm sorry that no one corrected her. There is no, you, you don't repent for not paying tithe in words. God does not forgive that. Never. Never. Abraham said, how can, one, how can there be a law with that penalty? 
The law is useless then. How can God say if you have used tithe you shall pay it and redeem it with an with an a fifth. It has even a penalty or fine. So he speaks it that way. And even the one who hasn't done it, nothing will happen to him. How? Then why, why does God say such things if there is no penalty? There is no commandment that comes without a penalty. That means if you don't, you will suffer the consequences. And you think it's just a matter of coming here and you confess. And a church that, is a, that has been well taught in the word, they also keep quiet. And he says, hey, we've forgiven the sister. Who said you have power to forgive what you are not permitted to forgive? You've forgiven her as who? Everything moves with principles. That is familiar in God. We think that God is our grandparent. You don't play naughtiness with God. You have to keep his commandment. You have to keep his word. And you get blessed. Well. Yeah, let me let me finish this one. Now, before we pursue this sword on Judas, let us go back. Okay. Now, what is the altar man see where God did the same thing? In Genesis 5, 10-3-10-6, the sons of Jacob were 12 in number. And their names were as follows. Reuben, Simeon, Simon, Levi, Simon, Levi, Judah. Isaka, Zebulon, Joseph, Benjamin, and Benjamin. Dan and Nephtah. Dan and Asher. These twelve sons. Descendants became the twelve tribes of Israel. With the exception of Joseph. Did not have a tribe named after him. For in the promise of God, of God, for in the providence of God, there were to be thirteen tribes. And Joseph's two sons were given the honor of bringing the twelve to thirteen. You know, of course. That this was necessary as Levi was separated unto God for the priesthood. Thus, when Israel left Egypt, and God gave them the, the tabernacle in the wilderness, we find the tribe of Levi 
Ministering to 12 tribes. Named Ruben, Simeon, Issachar, Judas, Zebulon, Benjamin, Niftal, Gad, Asher, Ephraim, and Manasseh. The order of the host names them thus in Numbers 10, 11 to 28. There is no mention of Joseph or Levi. Silly. Yeah, of level. But when we look at Revelation 748, where it says there were sealed 140,000, the tribes of the children of Israel, it names them thus. Judas, Reuben, Gad, Asher, Naphtali, Manasseh, Simon, Levi, Isaac, Zebulon, Joseph, Benjamin. Yusuf ne Benjamin. We are back to the 12 tribes with, with Levi and Joseph named Levi among them. But with Dan and Ephraim missing. The question now arises why are these two tribes deleted? The answer lies in Deuteronomy 29. For you know how we have dwelt in the land of Egypt. How we have dwelt in the land of Egypt. And how we came through the nations which he passed by. And he have seen the abominations. And the idols, wood and stone, silver and gold. Which were among them. Lest there should be among you. Man, all woman, all family, all tribe whose heart turneth away this day from the Lord our God to go and serve the gods of, the, of this nation. Lest there should be among you a root that beareth girl and wormwood and it come to pass when he heareth the words of this that he bless himself in his heart. I shall have peace. Though I walk in the imaginations of my heart. To add drunkenness to thirst. The Lord will not spare him. But then the anger of the Lord and his jealousy shall smoke against that man. In all the curses that are written in this book shall lie upon him. And the Lord shall blot out his name from under heaven. Wherein is pronounced the curse against idolatry. All spiritual fornication. The tribe that turned to idolatry was to have its name blotted out. And the history of the two tribes whose names were blotted out because of idolatry is found in 1 Kings 12, 25 and went therein and went out from thence and built panel and Jeroboam said in his heart now shall the kingdom return to the house of David if people go up and do sacrifice to the house of the Lord at Jerusalem then shall the heart of these people 
Turn again unto their Lord. Even unto Rehoboam, king of Judah. And they shall kill me and go again to Rehoboam, king of Judah. Whereupon the king took counsel and many cows of gold and said it is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Behold thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And he said the one in Bethel and the other put he in down and this thing became a sin for the people went to worship before the before one before the one even after done Hosea 4.17 Ephraim is joined to idols let him alone not particularly the punishment for idolatry was that the name of that tribe was to be blotted out Deuteronomy 29 20. It but from that number Dan and Ephraim are missing. Revelation 7, 7 to 8. And I beheld the number of them which were sealed. And they were sealed on 144,000 of all. The tribes of the children of Israel. Of the tribe of Judah were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Reuben of Nephtalim were sealed of the tribe of Manasseh were sealed of the tribe of Simeon were sealed of the tribe of Benjamin now with this Katinachino, see Daniel 12 1 which refers to this 144,000 during the sixth seal and the time of the great revelation of Jacob's the great prince which standeth for the children of my people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to that same time at that time thy people shall be delivered everyone that shall be found written in the book however after this period of during the millennium, and seen by Recognize. Now I realize that since the destruction of Jerusalem, all records 
of all tribes have been lost. Okuzikiriza okwayerusalemi okwabawo byonebya awali wawandikidwa abantu bonna abombikebya njawulo. So that Every true Israelite is from from all the assembly the, the assembled one hundred and forty-four thousand Dan and Ephraim will be missing. One one more paragraph, Eight Moreover, from the position of Leviticus, and from the possession of the city being in the middle of that which is the princes between the border of Judah and the border of Benjamin as for the rest of the tribes from the east side and to the west side Benjamin shall have a portion and the God of Benjamin from the east side and to the west side Simeon shall have a portion and the God of Simeon from the east side and to the west side Issachar a portion and the God of Issachar from the east side and to the west side Zebulon a portion Zebulon a portion and the God of Zebulon from the east side and to the west side God and the board of God and but as far as quoting is concerned, we shall start here next week. But listen, let me give just a brief, a brief summary before we resume. Now, the book of life, the name in the book of life, and the, and the Lamb, the, the book of life and the Lamb's book of life, he said, it is one. 
As we shall continue ahead, we shall find that uh, in the book of life, there is a section that is called the book of uh, the, the Lamb's book of, no, it's called the book of eternal life. The book of life in general. There is a section that is called the book of eternal life. It's the same book. They're all written in the same book. But some eternal life. are written in that section of the book of eternal life. And he said those are the names that you cannot Blot out. Eternal life. How do you receive eternal life? Or receive him in the Holy Ghost. Those who have received the Holy Ghost. They cannot be blotted out of that book. God knew how God knew how you'll take that issue of the Holy Ghost. And then you are placed in the eternal book of life. When you receive the Holy Ghost, then you have received eternal life. Nothing will take you out of that book. Even God himself, he cannot blot you out when he gave you eternal life. Brother Abraham said, I have my son there, Joseph. Uh, the most evil thing that I can do is to disinherit him. But I cannot say that he's not my child. He's my child. If he becomes a renegade, I don't give him inheritance. But I cannot say he's no longer my son. Because my blood and my life is in him. Now, with the Holy Ghost, that's when we receive it then we cannot be blotted out. Yet, yet God knew who would receive him. But with, if, without that, your name stays in the book of life. And you sin intentionally. And God blocks you. God deletes you out of it. Those who know the computer, you know how it means to delete something. Now, like in the phone, there is a symbol that they show. It's red. Delete. Sangula. For you to know that if you touch on that button, you've lost this. You've lost it completely. In other words, Meaning, others, other places, even ask you, do you really want to delete? Do you mean it? And there is a dustbin there that is waiting to receive that thing. Do you really mean you want to delete? To delete something is not easy. Because they know there are people who can delete uh, so pres their precious things. Unintentionally, so they put hindrances to So that anyone who deletes will have intended to delete. And God also 
he presses the button. And that dustbin comes. And uh, the, the, whatever comes. Delete. Yes. Are you sure I want to delete? So he presses that button. And he deletes. No agenda. And you go. And you are in the book. The people who are in the book of life. They are not many. They are few. But among those few. God deletes. To be in the book of life. Is a great blessing. But to be deleted out of it. It's a very saddening thing. Why do people get deleted? You've seen the ones that are, were deleted. Those who worship the idols. We'll explain it. That there are mistakes that you do. And the dashbin comes. Delete, yes. Delete, yes. No And you go. Most especially those intentional mistakes. There is no one who can judge you that this one was intentional. But it's God who knows. Those who have done intentionally. And those who are just tempted. God is the one who knows. He's the one who measures. He deleted Judas. He deleted Esau. He deleted the children of Israel. They got so naughty. So be careful. Respect the word of God. Brother Branham. He explains the scripture. That says the one who sins intentionally. After knowing the truth. There is no more sacrifice then. And Abraham said. That doesn't mean that the one who is tempted and falls. Uh, there is no sacrifice for him. And he, and he said this is what it means. God saved you. And he washed you with his blood. So he continued revealing the truth to you. So he led you and he took you to a level. Maybe you are a preacher. And he shows you. Baptism is in the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. This is it. And you say, I see it. It's the truth. But if I'll do it, my fame will be taken away. My organization, I'll separate with it. And if I separate with it, it will cause me poverty, suffering. It is the truth, but I will not follow that truth for the reproach that follows it. Delete. That is sinning wellfully. I tell you in the name of the Lord. There are some scriptures that I know. That almost support what I'm going to say. But through my uh, study. Being a, a, if you trust me to be spiritual. Let me tell you. Some of the things that can cause you to be deleted. 
Notulawano. And you sit here. Notunulia. And you look. You look at the boys here and you despise them. Those, those boys. They have nothing. There's no one that can marry me. How will I introduce that cowboy at our place? These boys here. How will I introduce them in our, in our tribe? Not for the message. Let me go out there. Let me get married there. Whether a message believer or not, that is sinning willfully. Now, I'm not saying that those who married outside, they have been deleted. No. God knows how to weigh people's hearts. And he knows how to, to measure your temptation. And it is either willfully or temptation. He knows. So I'm not putting a principle there. But on such a line, those are the kind of sins that we trample on God's word and then we lose forever. We lose forever the chance of ever being considered. Now, if you lose, what, what happened? You lose even the hunger for God. So I, I'm speaking like this. Lest anyone here feels worried that he's been deleted. If you've been deleted, this is the sign. You lose the desire. For repenting and seeking to be right and close no to God. You become flat. The conviction is not there. The yearning is not there. You know you are lost, but you don't have the, the, the yearning of coming back in the deep that would call for the deep is there. there is no deep in you that crying that longing to find mercy believes and you are there you know you are not right with God you are lost but you are settled. Nothing can convict you. There, that is a, a, a bad side. You have been deleted. been deleted. You can become a religious person. A church goer. Esa will remain a religious person. Hallelujah. The Pharisees remain religious. Blessed is a man whose sin has been forgiven. And whose iniquity 
shall not be remembered. Blessed is Sajaman. And I heard an angel cry through the skies across the earth telling those who dwell on earth fear the Lord fear the Lord Amen let us stand on our feet